Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. You are now listening to Good, Bad, and Unavailable. Welcome everybody to uh, another edition of wait, what is today? It's yeah. Thursday. You have to legit ask these questions because all the days just keep running together. Uh welcome back to uh Good, Bad, Unavailable. Uh doing things a little different. I'm actually talking for once. <clears throat> um but yeah, uh I- I'll introduce myself after everybody else goes, but uh we just go ahead and pass it around to the, to the whole crew that's all showed up. Well, hello, everyone. This is Kelly, a.k.a. The Sophisticated Pothead, a.k.a. Sick of it. So, you know, moving on. Black Lives Matter. Hey, guys. Pass to the mic. Uh, <laughs> Whichever, whoever, look. Talking right. to talk. It's Wes. Um, shit. I'm fed up frontliner. Fed up frontliner is a bar. Uh, mm, yeah. And grad school is kicking my ass. So just, yeah, that's that. Hmm. But hey, I gotta leave soon because I got to go do like a group discussion. Damn. Grad school is with me, Wes. I, 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 I would say that I envy you. But um, eh, fuck you. Damn, really? <laughs> yes, all of that, all the energy, with all disrespect, all the things. I get it. It's okay. Soon, you'll be done soon, right? I won't be done soon. I will be done in 2024, and that yeah, is if dang. we still actually have a country or a planet. So yeah. Always Although, do. according to the NASA peeps, we might have a planet until like 2034-35. You always got to go there. Because y'all need to know. The masses need to know because they're not going to tell you until it's about election season of that like year. So I'm just trying to get you together. Hmm. Well, we appreciate you and all the work that you do on the front line while being fed the fuck up. 
You do. My Shiro. Hey, this is Tiffany, y'all. Um, AKA Philip, um, AKA no longer unemployed, and that's cool. <laughs> hey, yo, hey. I, I seen somebody with the whole live LinkedIn, you know what I'm saying, update. I wasn't going to break uh-huh. your whole spot, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I was employed now. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Who next? I'm Greg. How y'all doing? That's, that's it. He said that like the audience was about to speak. To respond. I'm like, where's all the other alternate like names and nomenclatures? Nomenclatures. I mean, we can do this if y'all want. Do what? No, 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 no dead side. It's fine. What are we gonna do? <laughs> he said we could do this if you okay, want. We know it's about five pages long. We could do this if yeah. you want. That's the, that's the difference. Oh lord, 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 lord. Can we give us your top five, G? Yeah, top five. Top five. Top. Dialogue. Oh shit! I got. This is awkward as hell to have this music while I, I'm, I'm watching the show. Um. I am the gin gentleman. Um, I have returned. I, I'm the Mad Dapper, also known as Bam Bam. If you don't call me Bam Bam, call me Bam. Uh, yeah, I'm hosting this week. I am. Um, Wait, did Diana go? She didn't, but I don't, I just I heard my music, so I thought it was like you know the time to actually speak because I heard my music. Said, fuck your music. <laughs> That's what happened. It was just like yo, like fuck your music, like let the person go. This ain't even all that. I'm just, you know, I'm just here. Don't let them interrupt you, man. Nah, it's nah. Cool. It's we're cool. gonna do what we want. Yeah, nah, this is, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. I'm not <laughs> mad. Thanks, how these people who are, please. Please. What's up, niggas and friends? Did Kelly say that? No. Niggas and friends. Rolling with the homies. Sorry. It's day, a.k.a. Sabonet Bandit, a.k.a. Wineries are back open. So, again, I contain why. Oh. Okay, you already done scheduled your visits to the to the wineries already. Yes, you can like, easily social social distance at a winery. Yeah, okay. they got they got a lot of land. I don't know if you've ever been, but <laughs> this is nah, I'm just, part you know, of the lore of a winery because niggas saying, will like, leave you the fuck alone. It's like you want you want a little you want a little cobble with your corona. That's what you're saying. Nah, that's what's going on. No, that sounds disgusting. Nah, <laughs> nah I'm trying to be like Tiff. What's what's it? The Issa drink. The Issa oh, yeah. drink. Like the Issa drink. <laughs> the, 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 the Issa drink. Issa drink. The Issa drink. That's what we. That's what we doing now. You know, prosecco. So. With, wait, is it prosecco with a splash of whiskey, or is it whiskey with a splash? Issa drink specifically is prosecco with vodka, but it used to be. Nah, she said it used to be whiskey, but and she switched it to vodka. I will what? say that. Why does that, uh, that sound like a niggafied apérol spritz? 
I don't know. Lisa's that. onto something because I have actually had prosecco with a splash of Remy, and it is delicious. Mm. Hey, hey, I feel hey, like all of that is like Champagne pregnancy town, with some and I, I don't live. <laughs> but see, the thing is, is like prosecco with cognac makes sense because they both made from grapes. I don't know how I feel about it with whiskey, though. Don't knock it till you try it. Look, I'm old now. We just can't be drinking random shit. Oh, you, you get a you get just a degree and now you old now. Just not in like large quantities. I was old before the degree, okay? Uh-huh. I, I try to stay I try to stay using things that come directly from the earth. Okay. Hashtag old man dapper. Nah, nah, I'm not look, look, I just got things to do. Just mess around, do some shit and wake up the next day and be like, what happened? Nah, I we ain't got no time for that no more. Anywho, uh, <laughs> transitioning because you know you got to figure out a way to do this without music. Uh, so, uh, am I the asshole? I'm, I'm gonna kick it over to Kelly and Dayana. Yeah, yeah, right, y'all ready? Chris, our special segment. I have one for you. Am I the asshole for telling what? my students? He cannot write about me in his college application essays and for sharing his practice essay with his father. I began tutoring part-time, a student since he was in the eighth grade, and he will be applying for college in the fall. His dad is paying me additional fees to be his independent, (laughs) excuse me, excuse me, independent college admissions consultant. So I've been helping him assemble a competitive college admissions portfolio. For a practice exercise last week, I asked him to write an essay describing an unusual life experience and how that experience transformed him. Now, I have known for a couple of years that he is hostile towards me. However, I've known him since he was in junior high, and I feel a deep sense of obligation to see him through this successful, I'm sorry, stressful experience. The reason he despises me is that he blames me for his parents' acrimonious divorce a couple years ago, even though I had nothing to do with the long broken relationship that ended inevitably in dissolution. Being a hormonal teenager, my student unilaterally decided that I'm the villain without understanding how deeply flawed his parents' marriage was before I even came in the picture. Despite working with a child psychologist for over two years now, he continues to reflectively blame me for the perceived problems in his life. I read his practice essay this past weekend. He decided to write about his parents' divorce, featuring me as the villain. The theme of the essay was family betrayal. I sat him down on Zoom and reasoned with him because he is old enough for me to give him a much-needed dose of reality. First, I expected him to take the assignment seriously. Second, parental divorce is an unoriginal topic. Half of married couples are divorced. Third, the essay was discussed, I'm sorry, it was forced entirely on his sense of betrayal without discussion of any personal insight or growth from the experience, compounding the banality of his unserious attempt. I told him if an admissions officer wanted to waste her time reading this dribble, she could just watch his historic teens complaining on YouTube. I'm sorry, histrionic. His histrionic? Histrionic teens. His essay is written equivalent of a toddler throwing attention when placed on timeout. 
without any of the lessons learned from the punishment. I made it clear that he is not to talk about me in his admissions essay. I also told him I would share his essay with his father, since his father is paying for the service, with my concerns. After reading the essay, his father warned him he is not allowed to discuss the divorce or me in his application essays, unless he wants to pay for college and room and board on his own. But I also suggested to his father to share the essay with the child psychologist, where discussion of the content would be more appropriate. My students stopped attending our Zoom meetings. When I texted him, he replied with vile gifts and memes. I'm sort of at my end of the ropes with him, even though I'm deeply invested in success. I just wish he can see that. So, is this true to the asshole? Yeah. I'm a little <clears throat> confused. I have a question. So, She's a teacher. Is she a side chick as well? No. Or something? I mean, well, as far as I can tell, he didn't really delve into any type of relationship with or she. I don't know. So I was trying to figure out why she would mention why she would be mentioned while talking about divorce. And I'm like, well, did she split the parents up? That's what I was right. Did a parent get hot for a teacher? That's what it, it is implied. It's implied clearly. I mean, they didn't go into deep detail about what was written in the essay. It was just clear that the tutor was the villain mm-hmm. and the reason why his parents are no longer together. It sounds, the dad and the teacher are the oh, assholes. It sounds like the kid is the asshole and so is his father. Agreed. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to put it on the kid. Like, Let's just be quite clear about it. Teenagers could be little shits. I know that's mean. I know that's probably the right thing to say. But like in this scenario, you're really hung up on this. First of all, as a father, why have you not had a conversation with your child about leaving the person that's being paid to like help them out alone? Second of all, if this keeps going on, as a father, why are you continually having the same person around the child knowing that it's not leading anywhere? Like it just... And yes, I'm, I'm still going back to the kid because the kid's a little shit. I'm sorry. It is like, like, spoiled brat, whatever it is. Like, you're still mad about your parents being divorced. I get it. I'm a kid, I'm a kid of divorce too. But at some point, like, you can't blame the other person for pull, like, pulling up, but emotional, emotional teenagers. Either well, way. You, you can blame the other person if they split the family up. But how? How do you split? I mean, no, no, it's not like he's not married. He, like it's not like the the tutor and the father are like in a relationship. Well, they There's might no be. He doesn't say that in the letter, or that, she doesn't say I, that. I will in the say letter. the way that the tutor described the marriage. The reason he despises me is that he blames me for his parents' acrimonious divorce a couple years ago, and even though I had nothing to do with the long broken relationship that ended inevitably in dissolution right so i had nothing to do with the fact that the relationship sucked but probably was around and you know gave some other option to a parent right it's implied i mean i ain't fuck it up it was already messed up when i got here the fact that he you know this happened has nothing to do with me the kid is a little shit that's how i feel uh, but if that happened too, I don't know why they wouldn't just get the kid another tutor. Like obviously now it's a weird conflict of interest. But if you're getting tutored and you know that your like teacher or your tutor is fucking your parent, like and the only reason to come in there is to do that and then teach you, like yeah, the teacher's an asshole or the tutor's an asshole to me. Right. Cause I mean this tutor it's not like the tutor just started. The tutor been here since eighth grade. The tutor they didn't college. So Look, it's been I'm, quite some time that I'm not, they had to live with the fact that my tutor is fucking my dad. Yeah, the tutor's tooting it up. So listen, I don't believe they're probably living in the house. Listen, I 
Nah, that ain't happening. I know, I know it sounds like that, and it's a little weird because it's like at the end of the day, like, because that make her a prostitute because that means that the, that the father is fucking. Okay, her. here we no. go. What I, see what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't sit here and think that he's at that the tutor's still fucking the father. Not if he's still getting paid, unless she's saying that he that she's that he's paying her in dick. Prostitutes fuck for money. Like, I think she would have fucked regardless, right? If they had sex, if they had sex, we don't know. We, y'all are implying that they had sex. It just sounds like it. The way she's so yeah, the way invested it, with the daddy. Or it could have just been exactly what she said. She didn't have nothing to do with it. She's blamed for it. And she's like, I'm just here to collect my check and keep it moving because I want you to, to you know, succeed. It could just be that. So you think like the kid is reading into it like, hey, my father might be. I think the kid wants to fuck the tutor and the kid finds the tutor attractive. So therefore he thinks you that his right father finds a whole new story. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the kid's a little shit. The tutor's away. The asshole to me. Student. Sorry, I'm going to have to get this one to the tutor. Right, yes. especially since the tutor didn't expound on how exactly the child feels like, like why yeah. the child feels they broke up the marriage. And if you're a tutor, like help them write a better paper. You just mad because the paper read the shit out of you. Get the help you need. <laughs> Go see your therapist. All right. What's that? Talk space code read. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What's Mm-mm. that? People fucking t- Okay. Are you opening up your B Simone uh scrapbook to, to read to read the Am I the Asshole? I don't know what that means. Um you know I don't pay attention <laughs> to these people. <laughs> Great, so here we go. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my girlfriend for wearing Mitch Met socks? been dating G for five years and was considering proposal until this. G has always worn Mitchmet socks, not just two different colors, but patterned ones too. When we were younger, I thought it was adorable. As we're getting older and furthering our careers, I find it unprofessional and immature. And it's a little mood killing because it's not very sexy when it comes that time. I've had multiple discussions with her about it up until now, and she's always brushed it off. She doesn't think it's a big deal. I'm a little less bothered with this at home, except for when we're getting down. But the last straw was when we went to visit my parents when stay at home was lifted in our state. My brother and his wife were there with their young daughter. She had Mitch Mac socks on too, and I pointed it out to G. G said she didn't mind matching with my niece and that they didn't mean anything about her maturity because they're just socks. To me, it proves she's acting like a literal child. I don't understand what's the problem would be with wearing normal matching plain socks. When she was at work, I got rid of all the patterned and colored socks and replaced them with all black socks. I thought she would be excited to get new socks. She blew up at me, accused me of being the immature 
the immature one accused me of needing to feel in control and etc. I just want her to dress like an adult. I told her I don't want to marry an overgrown child. She's been staying with her sister and won't speak to me until I understand. Am I the asshole for replacing her socks? They're just socks. <laughs> if they're just socks, dude, get over it. Right. Why are you so turned off by mismatched socks? Do you see socks in the dark? Like, what the fuck? I don't understand. How's that a turn off? <laughs> the cup is on. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Your logic, sir. Yes, you are the asshole. Um, Bamas with foot fetishes are weird. Yes. Is that what that is? I, that's the only oh, thing that makes sense. Who the hell thinks about somebody's socks when he's trying to get when he's like horny, dog? Like, come on, dog. Really? I, w- I want to be mad, but she at least replaced them with black socks. So nah, fuck that. No, no, no. she did not replace them. When he, she went to work, he threw out all of her socks oh. and replaced them with black socks. <laughs> he did that. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, no. Mm-mm. You threw, away, you threw away my socks. You don't know how to blow my socks. Nah, that's just weird, dog. It's not weird. Oh, it's weird. Damn. No, that dude's obsession with the fact that she has mismatched socks is weird. My socks don't ever match. Yeah, I don't weird. care. First of all... They don't match. They match the first time I take them out the pack and they, you know, together. Like, what's the bottom of pattern socks? Like, does she only wear clear forces? Is that, is that what the issue is? Like, what the fuck? I, I really don't understand it. Don't nobody see my socks? Can't nobody see my socks. I don't understand. So what? I got one pink stripe and one purple one. So, uh, no, he was the weirdest thing about it. He means to tell me that he's pissed off about her wearing mixed match socks, but I'm pretty sure that her bra and panties never match. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. something's off. He's. I told you. He's he he a a weirdo. But who's looking at the socks when y'all getting it in? Like, Strange. Why are the socks on? Okay. Well, some people like socks. That's my question. Let me be clear. No. Be no. getting cold. Be getting cold. Uh-uh. No, don't fuck me with your socks on. Let's be quite frank. If, you're, if your feet are cold during that act, then there's some. There's not enough heat anywhere else. Oh, please. Tuh. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Get out of here. So you're going to tell me you've been in these socks mm-hmm. all day, right? It's time to get it on, and you're going to take your sweaty sock feet and All push them on his cheek. No, usually I'm thinking, you know, after cleaning and such. Not work socks. Like, I mean, like <laughs> booties, like the little socks you put on me walking around the house. I mean, I have hardwood floors, so, and, and tile. So for me, having socks on a lot is normal. Or I'm sorry, but having something me, on my just, feet because I don't walk on carpet all the time. I just be hot. I don't want shit on me. Like, the, like I don't want. So, what do you want? First of all, do you have socks, air conditioning? Listen, and during the act, you gonna be hot. You are supposed to be hot feet? if you're doing anything. <laughs> your whole body be hot. Okay. Okay. Get it also, on, as a grown ass man, you can't get no grip nowhere without no damn socks on. It don't matter if it's hardwood or carpet. There's no ain't no sock wearing at all. Well, at least we have an episode title. Don't fuck me with your socks on. Wow. Why, no, wow. that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so Kelly, I think that, yeah, he's that asshole for that one. He is. I think everybody's agreed upon that he was the asshole in this. Who just, everybody, for everybody different reasons. 
Yeah, that's that's what right that. Have y'all ever thrown away like your spouses or whatever's like stuff without asking though? I'm nah, no, no. I'm not touching nobody else's stuff because that gives them license to do it for me. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. That's hot. Spicy. People be having sentimental reasons like behind different stuff. So like you throw away somebody's socks, you don't know it could have been something that their grandmother gave them. Mm-hmm. And you up here throwing away socks for like just because of you. It's just selfish. Everything that can drink. So like I said, I am the gin gentleman. Um, this is a new gin that I'm trying out. It's not pink. I added some stuff to it. It's a, a the mixer is grapefruit and lime, and then the actual gin is a company called Strange Monkey. And grapefruit pink. Grapefruit juice is pink. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said it ain't pink. Cause the liquor isn't pink. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I know gin is usually clear. But yeah, okay. So look. Um, Gin. No, I don't. I love it. Gin juice. All right, so now <laughs> we're going to transition over. Uh, by the way, this is episode 187. It's 167 on the... Oh, never mind. Um, so, yeah, now we're going to move over to uh, first 48. <clears throat> Y'all been here before. Y'all know what it is. <clears throat> I'm going to tell everybody exactly the, the, the actual title of the headline, and they got to tell me what state and it, it get extra points if it's down to the city. I only got three because I'm not going to take a whole bunch of time doing this. So uh, the first uh, headline I have is man dresses as a Grim Reaper to warn beachgoers about COVID-19. Wow. Mm. So I see over the beach. I'm going to go with D.C. Wait, Florida, Florida, Florida. Florida. <laughs> uh, South Carolina. Mm. I want to know what beach in D.C. Greg is going to. <laughs> the wharf? <laughs> Something? I don't know. He said the wharf. That'd be good <laughs> funny. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the main headline. All right, so. Florida man dresses as Grim Reaper oh, to warn Florida Beach Boys about the coronavirus. You know what? It's actually a positive story about Florida, if we think about it, right? It didn't say where he was from, but it's down at, near my near uh, Daytona Beach. So a Florida man donned a Grim Reaper costume, walked along the state's crowded beaches to warn Beach Boys about COVID-19. Mm. I ain't even got to get into more detail about that, because we, we usually hear people in Florida doing wild, dumb shit. This is actually some wild, smart shit. Because we clearly see the numbers going back up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, niggas got to go on vacation now. Do you have to go, you have to go on vacation? And that's Look, to some people, they got to go on vacation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got an email today from one of my cousins who does party promotion about all-inclusive trips to Cancun. Wait, what? No, I swear on everything I love. I was confused. He was like, he had the one, he had the one, per, like one bedroom, two bedroom, and three bedroom prices and all that. I was confused. People think it's over. It's crazy. Look, it is, it is what it is. All right. So, uh, next, next headline: Women dreamed about eating an engagement ring, so only to wake up to find out that she really did. Wait, <laughs> about eating it, like swallowing? 
a woman dreamed about eating an engagement ring. She wakes up to find out that she actually did. Hmm. Georgia. I'm going to go California. Hmm. Say something random. Tennessee. Tennessee. That was. Wow. I just picked a random state. I missed it, but I'm just going to say Florida. All right. So, uh, new headline. A California woman dreamed about eating engagement ring. Woke up to find out she really did. Uh, on Tuesday, on, it was on a Tuesday, Jenna Evans was on a high-speed train that was racing down the tracks. Her fiancé was beside her, but some bad guys appeared. She said there was only one way to protect her 2.4-carat diamond engagement ring by swallowing it. So that's what Evans did. I popped the sucker off and put it in my mouth, swallowed it with a glass of water. Okay. And now, then she woke up. I was joking about California. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Damn. Yeah. Does the ring actually come back out the same way? I, it I think they was monitoring her to see, you know, if it was going to come out the other side. Would you ever? I feel like. I feel like if she had a tired ass, it could have squeezed a diamond into an additional three cre- three carries. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all gotta go. I have to get off of this. Show. Like they're really, really weak. They're really weak at this though. Like. <laughs> That is like the <laughs> daddest ass fucking joke, Kelly, and that is why the both shit. of them is laughing. <laughs> Kelly was laughing hard as shit, so she went on mute. <laughs> <laughs> you appreciate those dad jokes, all right? Oh, that was top tier. Oh, <laughs> that shit was actually really good. But nah, for real though, how sick would y'all be if y'all freaking like swallow your two point four carat? Diamond, diamond ring, though. I mean, getting blasted is up. <laughs> I mean, at least you, you know it's in a do. safe place, right? It's coming out eventually. <laughs> yeah. Damn. It's a lot of carrots. Shouldn't be eating all them vegetables. <laughs> uh, I just like... I'm side aggressive now, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. You I'm on a roll. <laughs> no, no. That's just... Listen, no, for real. Why, like, brief side note, why did dad jokes and corny jokes become funnier as you became an adult? Man, listen. It can't just be me. No, because I laughed for five, like, whole minutes when that whole 50 Cent joke came out on Twitter about, like, something about 58 or some shit like that. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> What did 50 Cent do when he was hungry? 58? <laughs> <laughs> like, who, why the hell is that shit so stupid? <laughs> I got to grow up. Oh, uh-huh, man. Everybody over here is over just looking at us like, why is this so funny to y'all? 58. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm laughing at John niggas laughing. Like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Whew, God, look. All right. So look, she's when she said when she when I woke up in the morning, there was no ring on my finger. Evan told today 
I couldn't help but laugh at it, but then I had to wake my fiance up and tell my I swallowed my engagement ring. Ever said on Facebook that she had to Google if adults often swallow rings. She said more often it's usually children. Oh man. Wait, wait. She said she usually swallows children. Well, no, I didn't say that. That no, no. That's not what I said. No. I know that I'm high. What did that come from? (laughs) No, no, sir. All right. So uh yeah, so this one actually happened uh June. Uh, man fakes wife disappearance so she'd avoid police. I mean, avoid prison, according to police. Mm. Hmm. Shit. He fake what? Man fake what? Man fake, man fake his wife's disappearance so she could avoid prison. What's she going to prison off? for? Uh, let me see. You want to, you want to know the actual like details? Now? I was like, say, like, how you gonna ask for clues? I mean, so apparently, this person pleaded federal uh, health care fraud uh, in February after an, after an investigation into a pill mill clinic operations. I have no idea what that is. So, okay, so this is white collar crime. Yeah. All right. Those so, white people crime. <laughs> it's white collar crime. It's rich people stuff. Uh, Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, Connecticut. That's a good one. Too. That's a real good one. Too. We're all going with um, this. I'm going Connecticut too. No. Um, I want to go with mm, Maine. New Jersey. Mm. Damn. New Jersey. So. It was white collar, but them collars were a little dingy. A West Virginia woman and her makes her disappearance by pretending she plummeted from an overlook as part of a scheme to keep her out of going to prison. Mm-mm-mm. Julie Weaver and Rodney Wheeler were arrested Tuesday on multiple charges, including conspiracy and giving false information to the West Virginia State Police. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, they look you remember that commercial from that, like from Belvedere, when they had like the people that was like digging for gold in the aisle, and he was like, "Go and get." That's how they look as a couple. Uh, I'm just saying, some of y'all need to ride for your women a little harder. Because <laughs> that that was a whole that was the whole plan. That, that's the loyalty that black women need from black men. That part, man. Extra emphasis. Oh boy. Period. <laughs> Period, though? <laughs> Pooh? <laughs> we got the poo, though. Period, Pooh. Right. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to take a, a brief break. Um, as we, and then we come back, we'll get into the news and uh, everything else we'll be doing in the show. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, 
Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. All right, and we're back. And we're, um, uh, yeah. That one. (laughs) Black. Black Hey, yo, let's let's get into some of, like, the news this week. Let's kind of start off a little light. You know, maybe we can go a little heavy on the end. Because, you know, as we all know, shit been ugly. Mm -hmm. Um, So the NBA has, uh, is in discussions to move up their starting date to July 30th. How do y'all feel? I'm not seeing the rush. Like I don't give a shit. At this point, like niggas is like, nah, fuck this shit. Like I want to get back. Like, I y'all care about basketball every night, but you know what I really enjoyed about coronavirus is when they were doing those 2K matches. Oh yeah, on ESPN. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. You would, cause you working, like you know. I mean, I'm just saying. Even still, it was fun. The commentary was joyful. I felt like people had less stakes in it. They should just do that. Just, mm-hmm. just do that. Nah, two K be tripping though. That's why you can't be doing that every single day because everybody across the country gonna get mad. Hey, but like e, imagine, imagine. She said two K is not considered gaming. This is Diana. She said that it's not considered heavy wow. gaming. Okay, no, that's not what I said. Now you won't get the folks mad at me. I said you cannot call yourself a gamer if all you play is 2K. Now that's a fair statement. That's fair. 2K is a gaming game. They got tournaments. They got whole leagues around 2K. But if that's all you play, Mm -hmm. don't be like, hey, you're a a gamer. I'm a gamer. You play 2K. You're That's a fine. You're not a gamer. Yes. I get it. It's like some people who would like, they're really nice at Modern Warfare or like Call of Duty, but like they don't play no, they're not going to play Skyrim. They're not they don't play, play nothing else. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't. Speaking of video games, this is anecdotal. You have to treat it how I want to, but like literally yesterday, I was cooking dinner for an hour while my girl was sitting up playing Fortnite. And I was just like, damn. How the hell did this shit happen? So, well, yeah, I've been trying to figure out how you to felt play. domesticated. Nah, it wasn't that. <laughs> but it was just a funny ass relationship, like situation, like to look at my relationship and be like, "Damn, I really am like, like the heavy, like in the kitchen person." Yeah, and she was playing Fortnite at the same time. Like, now what console what? she playing it on? Oh, I was playing it on a Switch. Hmm. I need to get me one. It's between that or the PS5 this year for me. Oh, shit. Well, th- you saw what it looked like today. Yeah. Still the PS5. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, Dave. So, Dave, here was the question. Here was the question. How many dates are you going to go on to get somebody to pay for your PS5? You know what, Eric? That is a fantastic fucking question. Because this is something that we need equality in America, okay? Y'all want to go out here when 2K comes out, when Call of Duty comes out. Y'all want to go out here doing the most. Y'all need to check on the gamer girls in y'all life and see what you could do for them. Because that PS5 looks fantastic, yeah. not the digital edition. I need a hard disk drive. I like my physical copies. 
Now, what do you think Danny the price Lazar- difference be? Ah. <laughs> I, oh. See, now, they're, they're going to play the staring game with Xbox. This is what's going to happen. They're going to play the staring game, and they're going to see who's going to come out with a price first. They didn't oh, no. release a whole lot of details. Yeah, price came up today. When? Because they didn't announce it on the conference. I definitely saw a lot of reports saying that it was going for seven sixty five. Damn! Drop that link because yeah. they. I watched their whole conference today. They did not release. They didn't put a little splashy sign that said a price mm-hmm. on it. I want to know. They're doing this digital edition, so you could just download the game. Um, there's no physical copy drive for you to insert a game into. I need to know what that hardware looks like. What's what's this space drive looking like? That's true. How many games can I put on this before I need an extension? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even know the announcement was happening today. I saw so forbidden. That what? press conference was beautiful. It was very well done for everybody to be at home. Yeah. All right, so listen, listen. So they, they discussed, you know, you know, NBA 2K1, Godfall, you know, some other, you know, some other games and all that. The expected price as reported is supposed to be 499 euros, which is $749. I'm sorry, not 65. Oh I don't even know how I got shit so But yeah, oh. that, can't, that can't be a tech radar. I'm still get it. Ooh. All right. So to Eric's point, a girl needs a, a new PS5. Let me know what I could do for you. <laughs> <laughs> within reason. Let's not get crazy. What the hell does within reason mean? Hit her DMs. Wow. Wow. Figure it out. <laughs> her- well, yeah, just you know, make sure you run back her Twitter name at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And the cash app. You know, all of that. Uh, yeah, do- dollar sign day burn. Okay, thanks. See, that's it. Right there. Bam. Spell it out. Spell it out. <laughs> what she got to do to get that PS5? With the, with the hard disk. Yeah. <laughs> Read the news stories, Eric. <laughs> Something for last night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's see. What, what we got next? What's going on? Um, oh, so yeah. Um, NASCAR bans Confederate flags at races and events. Drivers react, including one truck driver who immediately quit. Damn. Okay. Right. So, the other part of that story is that nigga who quit. Has never won a race ever. <laughs> like, they are not going to miss him. Loser. Wow. Damn, she just went. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what you about to say? Yo, who oh, made, no, yeah. I wish I could show y'all, but they really made a, like a Black Lives Matter NASCAR and put it on this site. So I should have ever seen it. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's funny though, because like NASCAR kind of had like the best reaction to everything going on. They had like the best reaction to everything going on, and um, like compared to like all the leagues that you think would have a better reaction, it was kind of weird. Yeah, for them to have the least amount of you know black participate 
participation. I think that's a good point because yeah, NFL, NBA, like that's hella black, and they took forever to really come up with like statements, and then the statements were like half-assed. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a little grace for companies. I know a lot of people on the internet have been like, "Well, where were you last week? Why did it take you so long to come out with a statement?" And I don't quite think that people understand how drafting a statement works. Some of these companies have like legal processes they have to go through. About seven people got to clear the statement. Like, I have a little grace for companies as long as the statement that you come out with is you know, not not some bullshit, not some, oh, we stand with you. It took you three weeks to say you stand with us. Like, it's a well-thought-out statement with some action behind it. Take as long as you need. Mm. Well, not too long, but an adequate amount of time. Right. With an actionable plan. Thank you. Mybabies.com. They did it right. <laughs> that was a very, very powerful statement. Was it? I mean, I think it's so. worth what it was. Yeah. Did you not right. see it? I don't think I saw it. I don't look. <laughs> so, baby, com um, went and uh, did these are these are babies that were what did they say? These are babies that were lost. The no, names. These of, were someone's babies. someone's babies that were lost and listed everybody that was lost to police brutality. And it was a very long list. Just right in your face, like. Like, you, first you know, thing you see, you can't. Name for your baby, look. Like, I need your you to see this. Gone. You cannot avoid it. Damn, that's, wow. I, I, I did not know about that, that actual thing. Um, speaking of these statements, uh, and we could kind of, like, in on this one, because this is like a three-part whole situation, all right? Uh-oh. Uh, six days ago, Mayor Muriel Bowser of Washington, D.C. orders a painting uh, in the 1600 block of 16th Street um, at Pennsylvania Avenue declaring that the street is now uh, Black Lives Matter Plaza and then also having Black Lives Matter painted in yellow letters leading directly towards the White House. Then the very next day, Black Lives Matter DC, the organiz- the, the conglomerate, uh, adds to the painting of Muriel Bowser by erasing the stars to make it an equal sign and then putting defund the police. And then literally a couple days later, Mayor Muriel Bowser clarifies that she will not adjust uh, Washington DC's police funding for next year, which by the way, in case anybody didn't know, is currently set at $522 million. <laughs> so it's a lot to kind of digest there right yeah because like it's so much shit that happened literally in the last week but let's kind of start off with the fact that like and i'm just gonna ask you for what for what it is yo why were y'all niggas happy about these damn paintings it's just a cute showing of uh unity i think uh um, for me working um, within that block and knowing, you know, just having my own personal feelings about certain things, um, it, it is a good feeling, knowing that how I feel when I go in the building, 
the hospital and I have to log in work, being that some of those people will have to see Black Lives Matter Plaza every single time they have to go into that carport because it is a one-way street. It means a little something to me. Now, I'm just saying it could have been just a gesture or whatever the case may be, or how you may explain it, but it, for that moment, for what it was at that time, it meant something to me. I can respect that as an answer. I was like, don't, and I've, just, I've said this multiple times. I was like, don't tell me Black Lives Matter in times of chaos, but don't make it so that this actually happens in times of peace. Because if we being quite frank, like, we, we, we could lose, I think a lot of times when stuff like this goes on, we lose focus of the bigger picture, right? Yeah. Black Lives Matter was created primarily as a response to police brutality. But also, saying that people's lives matter means in other situations too, right? You can't sit here and be like, oh yeah, black lives matter, but then like you, you ain't did nothing to stop the fact that you got rampant economic and exonomic gentrification taking place in Washington, D.C., right? Like, do you think like she was more so just performing for, I, I do. I think it's like a way. I think for her, it was a way to like appease the crowd mm-hmm. or please the masses and kind of take the, you know, people could like now point that spotlight because literally the next day, Black Lives Matter was like, "Yo, this right here that you trying to say that you do, you don't do any other time." Mm-hmm. So what you using? Our, oh, we we like to guess you. Let's let's clean it up a little bit. That it means to fund the police. So what you going to do? Now, do you think she's a little bit more protected because people are like going? And looking past her and thinking about Trump and you know DC in general, or they like, oh, it's Bowser. She ain't got that much like pull in the city. I, I don't think that her actual signage had anything to do with the people of DC, and that's actually saying something. Mm-hmm. I think it was literally just a, a petty like pissing contest with Trump. Yeah, and I'm like, you can't be so petty as to like have your own little battles and losing sight of like what you're actually saying. You can't sit here and be like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Like, okay, so does it matter enough to not make people force from their homes? Like, does it not not matter that you, like, literally speaking, I literally, like, read the entire D.C. like general fund proposed budget (laughs) three days ago. Yeah. So so Washington, D.C. pays more per resident than any metropolitan area in the entire United States. Right, the general fund budget for next year is five hundred and twenty-two billion dollars. My bad, million dollars, million dollars. That's still right. It is the largest budget in the total thirteen point oh one billion dollar budget the DC has. The Black Lives Matter to like. Not do the shit you like think was gonna work, but people are asking you not to do. Like I'm so confused. Yeah. Now, it just seems like it's catching like it's like people are doing it all over the like country, and that's cool. But like, are we beyond symbols yet? Now, do you think she's kind of like afraid of the whole situation because of the term? You know, defund the police. I know a lot of people are trying to change it into like refund the police and all that. But how do you feel about that uh, term? Well, I think I've seen this quote multiple places, and you all know that I work in education, so this right here was like a real one to me, but like, 
I think I saw it on Chance the Rapper's page on his Instagram. He said, uh, defunding the police sounds like a radical idea until you realize we've been defunding education for 30 years. Mm. So, like, people allow things to mean what they want them to mean as, it, so, as long as it benefits the narrative they want to push, right? Exactly. But people will, seriously, will think that defund the police means, like, oh, we're going to abolish all police departments, right? Like, the police will never exist. Yeah. Defund and destroy don't mean the same shit, but, like, you're just in that place where this happens. So um, it's like people want to believe what they want to believe. We know defund the police does not mean getting rid of all police officers. Yes. It means putting resources towards places where the things that we, like, push police officers to actually address um, and getting the, the experts in there as opposed to police officers who usually make the situation worse. Oh, it's not so, that difficult. So since we have, you know, two educators and we have someone in the health profession, like how would you like repurpose that money if they gave it to you? I'm, I'm going to go with what? Well, since Wes just popped in, That's why I, I, had I want to her to answer this question. How oh. would you repurpose the money oh my if it was defunded for the police? What would I do if we defunded the police and we got just a tenth, fifteenth of what they get? Um, well, you know, I'd put it to the two things that I think, or three things that I think cause police presence, which is food scarcity, mm. um, education, and healthcare, and mm. healthcare including mental health. I hate the fact that healthcare is separated from mental health when it is literally a part of health. Like your mental, spiritual, physical, emotional beings encompass your full health picture. So we need to stop thinking of mental health as some sort of abstraction that needs to be handled with delicate gloves when it needs funding and people who are also not racist in charge of these programs. So, like, when we talk about defunding police and, like, all this and racism and just police brutality, we have to attack the racism and systemic racism in every aspect of society, which includes healthcare and education. So, my money would be going to really beefing up programs and places, like, where I work, where I see the disparities of both health and education and food scarcity and how that turns neighborhoods into literal war zones. Mm. Like, when you hungry, you angry. We all talk and joke about being hangry. And when you start your day off not being able to eat or not being nourished, and then you got to go to school, you can't focus because you're hungry and then you have a teacher coming at you crazy. So now you're hungry and irritated and now you're disruptive because you don't, you're hungry and you aren't understanding the information and they're coming at you crazy. Then you get disciplined, which also puts you in possibly a police, if you have school resource officers presence, it's just a continuing cycle. Yeah. So, yeah, if I, they, mm, they are, yeah, the boss, well, let me not say all that. Uh, yeah, so defund the police. FQ, I know you something. <laughs> Hey, so, I mean, uh, so Wes, those are all great points. And um, we being, when we return to class, when we return to the, to the classroom, on the front lines, in the class, you know, 
every day. And then I work, you know, I teach in a high poverty area where I see, you know, I have to keep, I keep uh, um, cereal bars and stuff in my, in my desk because kids come in hungry. They come in, they may come in at 9.30 and 10 o'clock. School starts at 8.45 and um, they're starving or they don't know where they're going to sleep when they go home. They don't know where their next bill is going to come from when they leave the school building. Um, so my priorities would be, and, and, and they almost mirror yours exactly. Um, first, we need to take school resource officers out of school. We need to put mental, we need to put mental health supports in our schools. We need to have, our schools need to have, need to have social workers, they need to have psychologists um, that can deal with the root of all of this trauma that our kids are living through. Um, that's one of the big things, you know, this, this, this week and, the ne- and next week, um, you know, DCPS is in uh, PDs for, on how we, we open strong next school year, you know, whether that's in uh, online platform or in school or hybrid of the two. Um, and one of the biggest things that we are, that we are really pushing um, is to become more trauma informed, to have our schools become the number one trauma informed um, school district in the country. Um, so, and we know that um, our kids, and quite frankly, the adults that work with them, us teachers, administrators, school staff, we're all going to be dealing. We're all going to be dealing with different kinds of trauma when we come back from this. You know, our kids, our kids all know someone who has lost their house, who's lost their housing because their parents are out of work, who um, struggle with, with having enough to eat, or even someone that they loved or saw a member of their family died from COVID and was infected with COVID. And I can speak for that myself because, you know, my family and I, we, we had to rough out COVID ourselves the, these last couple of weeks. Thankfully, prayerfully, we're all doing better. Um, but there's a lot of trauma that our kids and our staff are going to have to are going to be coming back to. Um, so, my number one priority is making sure that there is adequate um, mental health professionals in the schools. Take these offices, take these school resource offices out of the out of the building, put in psychologists and social workers, those that can really help deal with the trauma and the inequities that our children have faced. Um, I would definitely pour more edu- more money into it. Ed- pour more money into education, period, um, and specifically um, reducing the digital divide. Um, I think another one, another byproduct of this pandemic is really exposing that our kids don't have the tools to really learn at home. And if we're going to be, if we're going to be in a period of hybrid learning or 100% virtual learning, we need to, we need to make sure that we're providing our kids the proper tools the internet, the the bandwidth, the broadband, the technology devices, laptops, iPads, tablets, whatever, so that our students can access the access the learning that they're getting, so that those gaps when we do return to whatever in classroom learning is going to look like, that we're not closing Grand Canyon size gaps. 
but the gaps that we have to close are like little cracks in the sidewalk. Um, so those will be my two. Those will be my two big priorities: mental health supports in schools, and um, and funding technology so that our students can learn in this new environment that we're in now. Okay. So, E, knowing what you know now, you know, from the health and the education, what's your perspective, you know, tying it into what you were talking about with Muriel and how can she? I, I think it's funny because people have been talked about, and this is a larger conversation, is that to a degree, I believe, versus like a lot of some of the, some of the funding that um, uh, individual police departments and cities get, right, comes from a federal, like, investment, Right. Um, which, you know, which is to say that, uh, usually police budgets are kind of directly tied into U.S. defense spending. Um, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because I remember once upon a time, my father telling me, if you take 30% off of the U.S., like the federal government's defense spending annually, you could balance the budget. That's a wild concept to even think about. Like, just 30% off of the entire whole, that's how much we spend on it. We could balance out the budgets for everything else to make them somewhat adequate. Um, so I think it, like, it starts at minimum right there, right? You, that's, that is, is equal, right? Mm-hmm. Things that are equally funded across the board how they should be. Uh, for it to be equitable, it means that we have to actually decrease defense spending budget on a national level, which decreases police spending on a state level, which goes down to city and so forth and so on. Um, so I, asked, I would start with that. But I do believe that, uh, you know, from this, from the perspective of, I can't, I, I can talk education all day, which is fine. And I'm not going to like even try to talk, edu- you know, health because Wes got that on lock. What I will say is that from a criminal perspective, People are worried about there not being enough police in the streets, but what they're not understanding is that the primary reasons for the high rates of crime are due to lack of and competition for necessary resources. It comes always always comes back to that. So if you start to in like to infuse these neighborhoods with the resources that they actually need so they don't have to actually compete for them, then you already have a decrease in crime on the back end that doesn't put more people in jail. That's a part of the conversation people don't understand. They just think that most people who are criminals just choose to be criminals for the sake of being criminals. Like, so my thought process from there is just even starting with that, like, I could talk about all the places that the money will go, but people have to understand what it actually does regarding crime. If you put the money towards the the correct departments, it one simulates the economy because more people are getting paid as they should. And two, it means that the services that those people need to be better off are getting to them in a way that's actually healthier and and better for society that keeps them out here as opposed to in jail. So, yeah. I like all three views. Like that was perfect. Like I have nothing to toward. But you know, at the end of the day, we can still all laugh at that idiot of a uh, police union uh, chief, uh, police union chief in New York, who went on this ugly rant, sounded like every like stereotypical Italian cop from like an '80s crime drama. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just saying how the police deserve respect when they don't want to get treated like animals. It's real ironic, ain't it? Like, mm, hey, kettle. Hey, looking real shiny there, kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. I remember saying you're not as black as me, kettle. <laughs> Same. Like, and like one of my one of uh like my my old college roommate. Her sister, her twin sister, is married to an NYPD cop, actually. And she posted this like stupid blog post about what do you do when the world hates your husband? And I'm like, bitch, what about? And I, I had to like mute her because I'm like, I can't, I cannot. Y'all have not said anything about these fucking cops killing, straight up killing people, like looking on recorded video, killing folk, but you worried about people not liking your husband? I'm like, how many people has your husband arrested or profiled or falsely accused or beat up or abused on the job? You don't know that because he is at work and you are wherever you are doing whatever the fuck you're doing and he's not telling you what he sees at work or what he does at work other than man, honey, it was a long day. So I was like, save it. I don't want to hear none of that shit. If you cannot outright, if you can, if you can look at that video, and if you can look at the situation that happened with Breonna Taylor, if you can seriously look at both of those scenarios and not see anything wrong with it, something is wrong with you. Mm. I got no, like, there's, I have no, I have no interest in engaging. I have no interest in educating because if you cannot see the blatant wrongness in both of those situations, and that is literally not even like a corner of the fingernail of people who have been killed and abused by the system, by police, since we've been dragged over here and told we were free when we weren't. Um, I don't know what to say to you. And I'm tired of people saying, especially white people like, well, go back to where you came from. I wouldn't have to go back anywhere if you didn't bring me over here. I don't fucking know where I'm supposed to be. It's your fault. Like, how are y'all upset at the issue and situation you created? It's wild to me. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling. Damn you, you participate in and profit from. They're like, go back. Where, nigga? Where am I supposed to go? And how? Like, who has the resources? If you want to pay for me to go back to Africa and set me up with a nice home so I never have to work a day in my life, by all means, I will gladly go. So, question Has anybody ever asked? But I don't want to colonize Africa, huh? Has anybody ever said to them, like, yo, go back to wherever the fuck y'all came from? They don't. All the time. But they don't see themselves as being anything but American, even if they say they're Italian or whatever, like I'm Italian American. So they still see themselves as having, as having claims to this land is like, nigga, y'all stole this shit. Like y'all like outright stole this shit and like starved and bioterroristic warfare the hell out of people to get what y'all get. And then you drag other people over here to Definitely make y'all I- money. What I learned on my field trip. Too late. It's just—it's just really wild how the cognitive dif- the cognitive cognitive dissonance of white people when it comes to like all of the things that they have truly done to people because we have tried to coddle their feelings about their terribleness. 
weather field trip I took to the plantation right. called Chipotle. I was going to ask you that. Like, I know North Virginia, they had us do that. Go to field trip to the plantation, but I don't know about Southern Virginia. Uh, well, I'm, like I've said many, many times before, I'm from Alec White County, mm-hmm. and I have we have done some interesting, I ha- I've had some very interesting field trips. We've gone to Chip Oaks. Um, I've had field trips where we have actually picked cotton. Um, I've had field trips where we've made butter at the plantation. Um, I've had field trips where we've gone to a St. Louis church. Um, it's also in Smithfield in Holloway County and done rave rubbings. Um, I've done, we've gone to very interesting taverns where the history is never painted out for what it is. I mean, there's, you know, there's some recognition and acknowledgement, but it's definitely not, um, yeah. it's very flowery in a yes. sense. We've it's, always, it's, oh, sorry. No, but it's just, it's everything. Yeah. Every time I go home, every single time I travel down 95 to 295, down Route 10, or really 5, and then to Route 10, mm-hmm. I see those uh, don't tread on me flags. I see the very high flying on Route 95 before I get to Fredericksburg, Virginia. On my, like Before I even get to 295, before I even in. Sorry, it's just a lot of people that just like loud cars. Um, but before I even get to Richmond, there is a very high flying Whoever have, if you're ever going south, there's a very high-flying Confederate flag. You cannot miss it. Sure is. Literally cannot miss it. If you are riding on I-95, it is high, it is flying, and it is on somebody's private property. So I, that is why it has never gone down. So somebody is that proud to have it that high up in the air, as high as military base or as high as a corporate building would have a flag. That is where that flag is, and you will see it every single time. And that isn't the first one I see on my way home. But it's just, you know, it's just several reminders everywhere when you go home, or when I go home, rather. That it's just, and it's just, it's a a sense of pride. It's definitely not, you know, downtown Smithfield and, you know, all the the cobble roads and all the little towns and stuff. Like, 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 black people do not... You won't ever catch us downtown Smithfield on a Sunday morning walking around shopping doing that. All those old white folks are down there shopping because they live to be in old Smithfield. You know, back in the good old days. You know, back when, you know, the Smithfield Museum used to be the actual um, movie theater where my parents used to tell me they used to go and have to go all the way to the top, which was actually the better view, which never made any real sense to me. But they would always throw popcorn down at the white folks when they used to go watch movies. Ben Franklin, a a little general store downtown, that used to be the quintessential, like, place where they would have to go in the back and get their food or not be able to sit at the counter. I don't have that memory, but I've been told of that like, I have so many, like, fucked up memories about Smithfield. It's a beautiful place. But, you know, even my granddaddy had his own little store in Lakeside in Smithfield. And he was flourishing. But basically, white folks got mad because little, super, little supermarket, which is right up the street, was his direct competitor. And Little's was, I believe, owned by Luder, who basically owned Smithfield, kind of like the George Burns of Springfield. And 
So, you know, it's for me, it's, it's different. Like, I come from the South and being there and kind of being in a all-white kind of environment and always sort of being the token and always being like one of four or five in a classroom, it's a lot. It's a lot. So this, yeah. is, this is a lot of process. I think, you know, it's, I guess because I come from like, I guess the country truly like i lived i live in a weird place in maryland it's like in the middle between dc and baltimore but it's country as hell and we still have like active clans members around here and i just found a confederate memorial in maryland so people think that we're kind of like because of pg county we don't we're not really as affected by it but it was like nah nigga they they still them boys still out here. Yeah. Like, when they go to high school, they used they, to put flyers in the mailbox. We <laughs> literally used to have a racial fight every year, every spring. You could set your clock by that some white kid was going to say something or do something really fucking racist. And the whole school was just going to implode. Like, one year, they spray painted, hang all the niggers on the hallways. Then another year, my senior year, this is great. Um, Instagram, not Instagram, AIM was like the, the new hotness. Like everybody had AIM. So this white boy decided he was going to text his like AIM or instant message this black boy on this other girl's thing saying, oh, you niggers think y'all run stuff to stand a third. Just all type of racial epithets and acting a fool. So the black boy decides to print out the conversation, puts it in the office, tells the principal, so here you go. Goes to the class where the boy is and whoops his ass like when i tell you whoops his ass like the ancestors like just leveled him up by goku and then nigga didn't get suspended it was able to walk and graduate and that was like the last two weeks of school i guess they were just like that nigga had it coming to him but i mean i'm just tired of like having to coddle them because i'm like y'all used to skin slaves y'all used to eat them i used to do experiments on people the fact that we even know anything about the female human anatomy is because the father of modern gynecology literally would just do experiments on slave women without anesthetic do straight up surgery c-sections looking exploring because he could and i mean that's you know a lot of medicine and a lot of how we move forward in medicine is because of black people, whether involuntary or voluntary, whether it's through actual discovery and putting forth processes. Hello, open heart surgery. Hello, uh, Ben Carson, even though he's a fucktard now. And then you also have, <laughs> you know, Henrietta Lacks, where they just stole her cells and figured out how to cure or like really come up with forthcoming cancer Charles treatments. Drew? You said Charles Drew? Huh? You said Charles Drew? No, I said um, open heart surgery, but yes, I did mean Charles Drew. So, like, I mean, we have been such an integral part to this country's progress and success, and y'all refuse to acknowledge that in any way, shape, or form. It's fucking ridiculous. Because whether or not we wanted to or we had to, we have pushed this country forward economically, culturally, socially. We are the reason. You can't deny that. As much as y'all try. 
but yeah i'm like y'all gotta get y'all have to come until america deals with the original sin of slavery which it will never do we will never truly be able to move forward because they will not acknowledge nor try to like be good people and be like you know what yeah we was fucked up like truly fucked up like we did a har- a tons of horrible things that should never be done or spoken about like germany does not sensationalize the holocaust yet america sensationalizes the confederate in the south for reasons unbeknownst to me like them niggas wasn't even out here for that long for y'all to be doing all this shit but let me shut up i'm sorry mom well like i have a like is is it because of fear of losing status it's or fear status or it's also is fear it, of retaliation I like they feel there. that we're gonna do what they did to them times 10 if we were ever put in a position of power and i feel like black people have shown that that is not us because we haven't tried to do that on any large scale yet so i think it's a fear of yeah. truly getting what they deserve <laughs> like i'll say this all right. Um, I think I, I, I take into the, the, so, to consideration things that Tim Wise says. Right, uh, Tim Wise says the history of this country are literal are literally rich white people convincing poor white people that black and brown people are their problems. Right. So, like, my thought process is, is that for many of them, their ultimate thought process is that. We are the reason, like we are the biggest threat for them to them feeling that they're important. Cause like most, like that's the only thing I feel like rich people care about keeping like poor people poor and not taking their money, right? I don't even think they really care about race to a degree. It just always looks like race because we parallel race and like like wealth for obvious reasons, but we pair those two, right? I feel like the majority of people who are like the most actively racist are like not like the like the most richest, most popular people, they may be rich, but they're still like lower tiered people. They just like, they, they, they like, and then you start thinking about it, like even with all them, all they're doing is keeping up a system that's bigger than them, right? Like it's, it's just so much, and I'm like, at some point, you just gotta like, I feel like going back to the Fred Hampton method, like, like, against all odds, talking to who's gonna come with you, Forgetting who ain't, because some people will be left, and that includes black people. And, like, you know, getting as much people as you possibly can and pushing for, like, active legislation, like, planned, like, ways of protesting and economic, like, hurting to the current system as is. Like, it has to be that, because, like, we can't, we can't do it by ourselves. We're going to keep pushing as, as black people, but, like, we can't do it to ourselves. And until other people don't get that, too, like, it's just gonna feel like we always like get like a little bit ahead and then like it just stops for years. So yeah. Oof. It was heavy but needed. So where you at next on the docket, E. So yeah, so you know, let's get back let's get into something that's a little bit like lighter, you know, um and kind of close out the show. So we're gonna move over to uh Dope or note, as y'all know, uh, Wes and Q showed up just in time. Apparently, they must have known something about the music this time. I'm, I'm gonna pass it over to Greg though, and uh, we're gonna get into that. 
there wasn't a lot of new music. Um, so we only had five, which was only supposed to. So that's on me. So, you know, the co-host of All okay. Me Hell, five that's songs. Okay. So I'm gonna make it five songs. Okay. Um, but this one is for Dayana because Baylor told me to tell you to stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said to stop hating on his choices of songs because his shit be fire, according to him. So, okay, but what was it, our point? Our point that the song that he gave us was old. Not that it was not good, Baylor. It was old. Your song came out in 2014. Ooh, it's gonna feel like Oh, oh shit! Damn it! I was singing and everything. <laughs> I said, choose. "God damn!" Uh, I forgot what I said. I was saying, "Choose better songs." But yeah, you can't be passing off something that came out like six years ago. It's dope, nah, nigga. Oh, Baylor. Choose so let's see. So let's see. Songs. Greg play his song. Right, nigga, that shit and- was years ago. And we'll see, Greg, what year did this song come out? Is it a recent release? Because that's the point of Dope or Nope. Yes. Is to bring recent did he release. this song this week? Did he, this did come out in 2020. Oh, okay. Okay, okay but, but at what, recently. At what point in 2020 did it come out? <laughs> like pre-apocalypse 2020? <laughs> or Oh, like which which part of Murder Hornets is like also, literally February first. Can we talk about how the Murder Hornets are just like um, Jon Snow being the fucking? It was dragon. pointless. It was pointless. And being a Targaryen, like Murder Hornets were literally John Targaryen's whole storyline. Just here, oh my God, they're here, and then they just disappeared. <laughs> Nothing with it. I will Nothing never forget you. I will never forgive y'all, D and D. I will never forgive y'all for that fuck ass season. Never. Wow. Wow. You want to know how you know that shit was trash? You have not seen anybody talk about how they're starting rewatching Game of Thrones during this whole pandemic. Right. I've not seen one person. But it just, also just ended. Too. Just watched the whole thing. Yeah, but I mean, what else the fuck are people going to do? I rewatched Scandal. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about Avatar today. Okay. <laughs> like, but y'all are proving my point. Are, your we? Point. are we pooping your point? Proving my point. Are we? No one is trying that to watch Game of Thrones. Well, so fuck this, y'all. All right. Greg, play a Baylor's tentatively good song. So this, this song, and it actually comes with a visual. Oh. It is oh, by uh, a rapper by the name of Busy Gambino. And no. Back January, January 8th, 2020. I was going to put it in the freezer. So World <laughs> War III, 2020. Right. It's about World War III, 2020. Yes, that is exactly. <laughs> Where is this nigga from? Because they really didn't know this one. A local ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because you gotta be a local ass nigga to be on some basketball court while a snow or something. Hey, hey, hey. Turn 
get up on me. I see that fake amount of oil, can't let them get up on me. Hey, Bela actually might have <laughs> Oh, Somebody come get their daddy. Uh, I'm just <laughs> upset. Bruh, Where is he? Take a screenshot of this. This, <laughs> he on me. this one right here. Is he? Please come get your daddy and these graphics. Put this right here. Write uh, that photo uh, and send that to Baylor and tell him, nah, bruh. Who, no. Oh, wait, what? Quarantine Poppy is this? Hey, yo, I like the date though. I like the I like the date though. I'm not going to hold you. The song was okay. Okay. Don't send this fucking visual like it's about to blow our goddamn mind. And I have a show and tell to go along with it. Like, don't be trying to. You tried to one up the song with the visual, and the visual was trash. You should have just sent the song. Nah, he couldn't find the unmatched. He couldn't find the massive oh. of the MP3 on the internet, so he had to go directly to send the YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Hold on, so Baylor actually might kill me off this one though. I tried to. Search. What is this? What is this? His friend. This is brother. No, no. So I tried to. Hey, this, like, this is my brother. My Download my brother's Spotify. And, uh, Spotify. It wasn't on either platform, so it was. What is this song about to play? I found him on Spotify just now. I told you. Uh, huh? What other songs does he have? Well, I was on title, so let me. Hold on, let me go. I'm gonna go to this page right now. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Gambino. This freaking he has an album called The Poetic Trapper, the mixtape. Wow. Wow. He got a song called Bout It Too. That's his first. That's his most. Uh, wait, that's what, his number what one happened, song. What happened about it? One. I feel like. I don't know. Happened. I feel like a lot of these southern rappers who's trying to be like down south, like melodic versions of Wale. Whole but, but this is his fourth famous song. But this, I don't know from. this winter wonderland, he's southern. All the hate. Hey, uh, hey, listen, listen. We listen to In the Freezer. Let's just try out. No, 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 Greg. No, Greg. You play your five songs that you were contracted to do. Don't <laughs> have no extra songs in to make Baylor's suggestions sound better. Fuck that shit. No, y'all, y'all got to vote. Listen, okay. his latest release, I just want to say, his latest release is called Black Heart Baby. No. And it's a little baby on the cover with, what? like, the um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock's, like, birds in the background. What the fuck? top left hand corner and the baby is holding what looks like um boxing gloves what? and the baby looks really angry hey you gotta stop oh, my nigga what the fuck I'm gonna we just needed the graphic right hey yo no honestly Kelly the way she described it made that shit sound way more dramatic it did it did <laughs> like you made that shit sound like it was a fucking movie, nigga. <laughs> the, only, the only game beans we acknowledge is childish. So, next song, please. Oh, boy, that was bad. Very descriptive when I need to, to I really want to know if that nigga was from Detroit, because that shit looked like it's so cold in the D to remix. Like that is the first thing that came to my head was it's so cold. Oh, 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 oh my god, Wes. I was thinking the same shit. I was like, oh, 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 oh my god, sis, get out my head. Sorry, Baylor, because I know you're about to flame me, but I mean, especially when that video went upside down, I was like, dog, this is definitely the upgrade to it's so cold in the heat. It's even colder. He was in the snow. 
his fresh Nike fit on. It's the melodic version. That nigga got a harmony with it. He was like, I'm going to tell you how much cold it got. So, dope and note. He got a feature on his album for somebody called Poodalock. Poodalock. <laughs> Y'all got to give me a dope and note, though. The more information I get about this person, the more I want to give him a note. Just like not even based on the song at all. <laughs> just, the, just the qualifying information. <laughs> it's a Nas. Nice. <laughs> and Tiff don't give Nas. She gave a Nas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she said a Nas. No. Was it day last week that gave Baylor Dre a low note? Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Super uh, <laughs> All right, so the next song. That was my, last week. So the first one, or the second song, is ATL Freestyle by Six Lack Black. Please play that. Ain't this nigga problematic? At this point, they, who the fuck ain't? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that message. Then they're gonna talk about having her play in fucking Black Panther 2. Nah, fuck that. We ain't you don't even know. You don't even know. They just said she not be strong. in regards to you. She could be trash on your ass. I get rid of bad friends like a dump truck. Everything I've been through is everything I am. What the fuck you think this is? Think I looked up. Still down on earth, never stuck up. Reading on my extra weight like a thumb tuck. I sacrifice most of my time so my daughter can take vacations and bum fuck. I'm what? Come for mines and guns up. Wanna talk? Better run your funds up. I'm front of five, middle finger like a nudie. It's Mr. Turn the Tabernacle to a movie. Oh, we keep it moving, nothing to see. I grew up eating hot wings and bumping Gucci. So that was the ATL Freestyle by Six Lack Black. Uh, y'all can unmute yourselves and say dope. It's a, it's a dope for me. For sure. Definitely, definitely been a dope. I've been playing that since last week. I can tell because you knew all the words. Sneaking around with, with driving the whip line wasn't supposed to be. Dave, what you got? No, thanks. Oh, no, thanks. You ain't like it. Oh, am I allowed to speak now? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all were talking over the song while you muted. We got muted. No, nah, you can hear the whole like verse and all that. So don't try to put that on us, Tiff. Just say you weren't paying attention. It's okay. What you got, Dave? Open up. Yeah, it's gonna be enough. No. Damn, y'all niggas is haters. Right, so the next song it's called "Unknown" by Jordan Sparks. Unknown, a noon, noon, known. Oh, all the above. Used to be a lot of thought I knew for sure. Funny how your pride is silenced in the storm. Low peaks, valleys, high, blinding silver lines. Don't always want to buy the lesson that's in store. So tell me, can you hold me? Come for me when I start feeling lonely. Sometimes I let my feelings control me And a lot of people love me But you know me mm. I'm trying to find my place Keep my pace Make my ways But I can't push the wave 
in my strength. I need your grace. I know I can't do this alone, 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 alone. Can you see me through the unknown, unknown, unknown? I can't do this alone. So glad she got rid of Jason Derulo. Jesus. That nigga is fine. <laughs> but anyway, she's no. been with Jason for a very long time, and that lady has a baby and a husband. I know, I know. I'm just. Yeah. He just ate 22 hamburgers. Wait, who just ate 22? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Who got some He just was, they- um, I, don't, I'm not, I don't have TikTok, but I. Instagram. Oh, Jason Derulo uh, is shooting on them little kids on TikTok. Apparently, <laughs> he got uh, 22 million followers or something like that. So, to, um, I guess, celebrate, he ordered 22 hamburgers. And wow. he ate, I think, all but two. I hate man. They can do stuff like that and not gain a pound. Oh, nah. uh, no, he threw up twice. Mm-hmm. He threw up twice. Oh boy. Loki, I don't have a TikTok, but people repost it on Instagram. And Jason Derulo has like the TikTok cheat code because his shits be well edited. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, like this is going to be a uh, dope for me. For sure. I really like the song. Kelly and I agree. How about that? What you got? It's the Hall of Fame. Because y'all agree, I'm gonna forever give Jordan Sparks a dope for knowing knowing that she actually dated that cornball ass nigga. Why? I mean, of course she knows she dated, dated, dated. I keep asking her about it. It's just weird. Like, I mean, that, we like, all date cornball ass niggas. First of all, that nigga is carrying the dick, so she's probably oh, dick. Wow, they were young. Wait a minute, they were fresh <laughs> in the business. No, like Whoa. literally, Wait, he, he is carrying that dick. No, have you seen some of his pictures and stuff? Absolutely I not. Somewhere. I have not. Sorry, I cannot. Well, well after that, I'm sorry. We'll have plenty to say on a very dickness episode. Oh yeah, dickness 2020. Dickmas, if we can never make it out of 2020. I mean, if we get to Dickmas 2020, I think that should be a celebration. And I don't want to hear no shit from our male constituents. When you see the title named Dickmas, just don't listen. I don't want to hear bullshit. I feel bullshit like they kid. love listening to that. It's like they do. Listen. They do. They just like the white people on the internet. They're going to watch it. They're going to be buy mad the about it. They're going to be mad and then they're going to come and tell us about it. But you watched it though. Like, I know how y'all like to say, but I, I know how y'all be like, but I fucked up. All right, so my, listen, though. so yes, so this year's Dickmas episode should be around all the dicks we wish we could have had this year. I wish upon a Dickmas. I wish upon a Dickmas. Wow. The night before Dickmas. The night before Dickmas. That's I'm a separate it. episode. That actually should be the guys episode where we get out. No, no, no. Okay, we have to Because <laughs> y'all talk about y'all shit all the time. Dick is ours. We're celebrating the penis. We are. Women equality. Why do you want to be so negative on the Dickmas episode? We are celebrating. No, I'm celebrating. Okay, let Eric explain. Why do you want the night before Dickmas? Make a case so we can see. It will be a hilarious. It will be like. 
Hold on, hold on. Dick Miss in July. Dick Miss in July is perfect. I love hold on, it. You're about to give your explanation, but we got to lead in there. So. What is your explanation? Oh, God. I can't hear whatever you try to lead in with, friend. Did not hear that at all. Eric always gets musical transitions. Because he's special. And we are clearly just peons on this bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got like oh. seven different transition musics and shit. Intro no. theme song. got a whole soundboard just for fucking Eric. Just for no. fucking what? Eric. I'm hey, not even Eric here on the sound. Hey guys, exactly. get married already. Exactly. You're not even here on the time you have a whole soundboard. <laughs> that is the point, Eric. Literally, you know that what? is the point. You know what? That's perfectly fine. To be equitable, I feel as though you could take away mine Come and on, make equitable. sure that other people actually have their own inlets and their own introduction songs. Uh, I that. mean, I'm cool with my my little shit. I just like talking shit because I had a random want thought something. today. <laughs> But that, we're not going to derail that conversation. I, I just, I just want to tell all to know is that I did not pick or ask for any of the music that I ever get. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and yet you were shown privileged your favor before your dick the night before Dickmas. Go thought. ahead. Yes, go ahead. I, I was just saying that I oh, thought yeah. it would be hilarious for God for the guys to have a let me explain where, like episode before the ladies going in and. Making the episode let, what they want. Let explain who are you explaining it to. <laughs> what are what are you explaining? Because I feel us. like if uh, niggas like, been rocking with us long sometimes. enough, they know what it's about. They know like, what it we is. We should explain why we fuck up sometimes. It should be like, oh, why y'all like, fuck up? We, yeah. I feel like y'all know that excuses. Do it. Oh no, Eric, you know what excuses are? Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm not giving excuses. 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 Ooh, first of all, that was great. That was great, Tiff. That was awesome. Fantastic job, ma'am. Hey, you caused mad stress. Kelly said she got to go roll up. Damn, friend. You know what it is, guys? You know what it is? What is it today? It's so cold in the deep. Wow. How the fuck are we supposed to keep peace? You know what the funny thing was? The snaps were on peace. The, the both snaps were on beat. Like, the black people was like, are who we are. Struggling ass snaps. Y'all figure out the explanation. I'm going to give track number four out of the five. So this is... I forgot we were in the segment. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh shit. So this, this is... Called, sorry, friends. That was my fault. You Do You by Jason Mraz and Tiffany Haddish. Wait. What? No. Nah. No. Uh, Only because... Uh, and Jason Mraz is my boy because I'm your with a five. Out. But you Tiffany, Haddish, Tiffany Haddish, not Goosh. Are you sure you didn't mean Goosh? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you pronounce it, Goose? What? I don't know who that is. <laughs> she said, I don't know. Look her up. G O U C H E. Yes, it is. Good. I would rather listen to her right now. Haddish and Jason Mraz, and it's called Jesus. You Do You. We'll play. Oh, God. Who it is that you want me to be? 
Designed. I keep my focus up ahead and leave my worries behind. I know that any goal I wanna reach starts in my mind. I'm kinda dope, cause I'm one of a kind. I like to take my own path, never following the masses. I do my thing, taking risks, taking chances. I see no boundaries, no impasses to live in my realized dream, keeping music fresh. You do you, and I'll do me. Together we'll make harmony. Together we'll make the world go round, 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 round. You do you, and I'll do me. Together we'll make harmony. Together we may dance differently, but it's all good. I'm easily inspired by. So, notice. Oh, it sounds like a Sesame Street song. I hated it. Where, where, um, she wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Neither one of them was ready. <laughs> she so, like, is it he dropped I was like, first of all, the first intro like. was fire. I will give him that. She dropped the best bars from 1993. She, she definitely sounded like a rapper from a public service. <laughs> like, like trying to make it hip for the young people. I'm tired. I'm uh, she was making self-destruction by herself. Tiffany, you, we all have our lanes. <laughs> And we should stick in them. Like, I would never get in Beyonce's lane and try to be Beyonce. So I don't think you should rap. So, dope or nope? No. No. I'm so confused by the entire song because I didn't want to even listen to the fact that. I'm really upset that you even brought this to my sphere of existence. You guys. Bob Marley. Disrespect. But that that reggae, like, beachy vibe, though, is definitely Jason Mraz. I mean, yes. That is his stilo. And he started off strong. Tiffany Haddish. That's why I'm a give it an or because I, I can skip I can skip her feature and just listen to the song. No, nah, because the rest of the song was trash though, Daddy. Like, I feel like the intro was nice and then I'm just going to listen to I'm Yours and call it a day. Jason Mraz makes Tahitian getaway like soundtrack music. Like, Key West vibes. Like Key West vibes. Key, fuck out of here. Key East vibes. Key, like, Key East, nah, that nigga is definitely Key West. All them Listen, Listen, Key, Caribbean. Key East of what, No. What is Jason Mraz himself? Oh. Right. Why? Why was your accent so bad? 
Okay, Greg, I, I would like I would like Q Q Q it's a chopper and that is Tip's intro. Yep. Like I didn't record <laughs> I just um, how this shit work? That was custom made intro music? Yeah. What do you mean custom made? It's a song. It's a song. It's, it's not custom made. That joint is definitely like a meme song. The air horn? No. No, Eric. No. No. See, look at you out here loud and wrong. Stay in the kitchen. Wow. She called you a house mom. She definitely called her a housewife. House husband. House man, a house person, a house person. the house, wow. the house occupancy is not gender. House person, it's not gender specific. Say less. Last song. It's called. I'm wheezing. We wouldn't know. What is it called? Eric, don't be sensitive. You know you like cooking. So the There's nothing like wrong with that. Point. Spice it up. There's nothing wrong with being a house person. That is work, friend. I'm not a, house, right? I'm not a house Negro. I don't we never that. said we you were. We said Negro. We just I'm said just domesticated. Look at where your brain took it. And we were just saying that you do domestic abilities and responsibilities not, in the household. Not, and not you went straight on. to house nigga. Like, we wasn't even on that, bro. Y'all ever seen a cat smile? <laughs> so last Yo, song. Now. last song that last was on five minutes. It was not no Mraz was four. So, yeah. The fifth one, last one, it's called Rose Rouge by Georgia Smith. Rose what? Ooh, Georgia's back, huh? Okay. Rose Rouge or Rose Rouge, however you you know. Rose Rouge. So red red. Okay. So Rose Rouge. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Wes, put yourself on mute. Fucking Rose. Hey, Wes, I'm high. What's your excuse? I want you to get together Put your hands together one time So, um, 
I I like that, but I like Georgia. I, I, I think nothing so, happened. I think I have the actual. But I song. liked where it was going. So she sampled a jazz song on that. I think I have the album that she sampled it on. I can't think of the name of the artist though. My dad gave it gave it to me, but I, I know she sampled a jazz group doing that, and it was very jazz like. So like I liked it for that reason. It, it's a six minute song, and we played a minute and fourteen seconds. Um, and nothing damn. happened. Yeah, I was I'm okay to... with it. It was going. I I like the vision. Yeah. I mean, I can try to skip like maybe 20 seconds at the most, but. I mean... <laughs> What two minutes and thirty seconds in? So. Nah, this shit goes up. I already know. I like it. I'll give it a or. It's up to y'all. Uh, I'm I not, like West. I, I see know. where it's going. I like. I love jazz. So yeah. So I'm gonna I'm give it um, a high. Um, a little dope. I'm judging the shit out of Eric right now. I'm going to give it a load up. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a lenty. Oh. But you see how Eric judged the shit out of Jerry's. the things that he was given? That is why you a house dude. Mm-mm. No. No. Take this squander back. <laughs> you just got to eat okay. that, bro. Okay, hold on. No, no, no. No, First no, 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 no. Because the oh. context is going to ruin oh. it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it. Your face was enough. Just Your face was enough. The con- don't Listen. give me context. Don't tell me what happened. No context, please. I didn't even order to that. I ordered something else. Even, so, it's getting better. I was like, why Why did it even give me this? See, this is if I just shop for myself and I get what I want. That's Ooh. what I did, well, then how you, did you, so you, you shop for yourself thing. and got the wrong thing? It was Uber Eats. So you I didn't, didn't shop for yourself. I right, did. No, I no you didn't. You, they you, literally you tapped gave your phone for yourself. Order. Yes, because wow. they give you substitutions. But you did not go to the store and shop for yourself. You Uber you know ice cream? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I'm high, I'll have a certain taste for certain types of ice cream. Mind you, we already have a shit ton of types of ice cream over here. We have... Um, I don't need uh, the rundown of your bars, free we also have three different forms of sor- three, we had three different uh different containers of sorbetto. So no. like that's not I ice cream. Some, that's I some, you're right. But I wanted some gelato, so I ordered some gelato. <laughs> with the crunchy pieces. With the act with with all the different layers, because it should be fine. The layers. Okay. Layers, like five layers, just like all five songs we had tonight on this episode of Good, Bad, and Unavailable. Uh but uh, just so before we leave out, uh, can everybody give your uh, social media information? It's a very nice transition, friend. He was like, listen, I'm about to go eat this ice cream. And get right, the fuck Eric is like, I'm here. high. My ice cream is here. It's time to get up off this bitch. Um, <laughs> I guess you can find me on at what's lovely. Don't be, don't be texting me no weird shit, y'all, because I, I don't give a shit. I'm stressed out. <laughs> I work full time. I'm in school partially full time. Well, not partially full time. That sounds stupid. I'm in school full time and working and fighting a global pandemic and racism all at once. Oh, so, yeah, fuck out of here. Thanks. 
You guys can find me on Twitter at one too many frogs. That's O N E, the number two many frogs. And to my previous statement, um, Eric mispriced the PlayStation. It's actually four hundred and ninety nine dollars estimated price at this point playstation has not yet confirmed so if you would like to give your favorite sh- um co-host a little gift please dm me for my cash app my um playstation network code is sardonyx 89 come get this ass whooping okay bye Yo, Ghostwire, I'm so fucking ready for Ghostwire Tokyo. That's literally the only reason why I'm buying a PS5. <laughs> literally the only reason. That shit's going to be amazing on my TV. Because I'm getting a new TV. TVs, PlayStation. You got money. Electronics. I guess. I'm just <laughs> literally crisis spending. But I don't give a shit. Well, Yo, mama, you know. <laughs> I hit 1,000 followers today. Hey! Boop, 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 boop. Hey. Pew, 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 hey. pew. Congrats it's a on the thousand. Following. <laughs> following you now at Tuli2. <laughs> Not on my DM, just comment. Well, nobody ever reaches out to me. There you, go. So, until next you can find me at I am Kelly Beast. I am K E L L I A L Y S E on all yeah, of those. Right. I don't think I've I'll ever gotten a follow off of this. I don't know if I have or I haven't, but random people have been following me lately, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all expect over here, but it's black girl time. So. I, don't know. I got a little lusty on on uh, Twitter the other day. Somebody I follow posted a very nice birthday message, and I got like. 10 new followers and 800 likes. You're like, girl, I didn't even be like that. Relax. Yo, I just be posting pink hat in my stories and a lot of metaphysical shit. So that's what y'all gonna get if y'all wanna (laughs) follow me. My cash app is a dollar sign West Lovely. (laughs) Thanks. Buy me a coffee. Apparently now they're making everyone get some corporate Black Lives Matter shirts. I'm like, too little, too late. I already deleted the app of my phone. Yeah, I'm going to spend this last few dollars I have at the brand new shop over in Southeast because I have been giving them my money because uh, black people. But um, after that, I'll just be going back to lock alone. What is well, my thing is, is that are any of the Star- Starbucks actually like um, privately owned? Yeah. No. No, they're all, oh, corporate. They're all corporate. I just want to know what was the fucking point of that stupid ass mandatory inclusive in whatever training after that shit happened in Philly? <laughs> we ought to still do the same BS. You know, I really want, I really want, it is PR. I really want to get more information on this because I wonder if it's one of those things that they said it because the statement I saw, it didn't say Black Lives Matter. It said, don't wear anything political or religious. And I wonder if some people was wearing some Trump shit and they was mm. like, we got to put out a statement and somebody got mad about it and was like, Starbucks said, uh, no Black Lives Matter. You know, one of those sorts of things. I want to see the full letter. I, mm, yeah, it's possible. I just, I'm like, you can't say that because then you have to kind of ban all like pride stuff because that's political technically. Uh-huh. 
Oh, happy Pride to niggas and stuff. Oh yes, happy Pride, y'all. I hope I know. I hope y'all. If y'all gonna be out, be safe. Um, please, in all the ways. <laughs> Especially if you're out, be safe. Yeah, and be safe if you're out. And you know, I love that revolution is happening during Pride Month because this is literally like the foundation of Pride is niggas sent it off. So we keep that tradition strong. Shout out Shout to out Marsha, to P. Marsha P. Yeah. <laughs> That junk history this week. Oh, so good. I recommend it, guys. So Shout out to Bayer Rustin. Yes. Um, but you know, we ain't going to be free unless all of us are free. So y'all need to also stand up for black trans women who are killed at an exponential rate than all of us out here. So, uh-huh. yeah. And fuck y'all who jumped India. Fuck all y'all. Oh, wow. Wait, jump India? That's all, all y'all. Some whole ass niggas. Yeah. Y'all the end. The end. Fuck y'all. The end. <laughs> Pretty Quite much. Good. Also, it's a global pandemic, so if you all just stay home, we won't have these problems. And they won't. <laughs> they won't. Because I'm saying they just out and about. No mask, not a thing. I'm like, at least we're going to be out. Be away from people. It's easy. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of no mask, this is a derailment. Um, shout out to Mike Pence, who is the leader of the coronavirus task force and took a picture at the Trump Pence reloc- uh, re-election league and a crowd of at least 50 people standing very close to one another with not one goddamn mask in sight. Shout out to leadership. I mean, this is also the man who single handedly had basically an epidemic of HIV and AIDS while mm-hmm. he was governor of Indiana. So he is truly inept at handling crisis responses concerning viruses specifically, and mm-hmm. yet he's the one in charge because our administration is a dumpster fire. And if you vote for them, again, you are hastening the coming of the apocalypse. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. And fuck Terry Crews, too. Wow. That was... Wow, y'all! If you vote for him, you y'all want to kill us all, and I'm 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 okay with understanding that. But I talking know to you to thirty seven percent and fifty three. Yeah, what's the fifty three? Fifty three percent of white women. Uh, well, thirty seven percent of people in America currently um, approve of Trump. They approve of his rhetoric. Shocking! So racist. Okay. You were really holding a rally well, on Juneteenth well, in Tulsa, know, Oklahoma. You know the oh my gosh! I will. Say, I'm sorry. I probably talked about that. And I was, we didn't. I will, didn't, I will no, say this much. though, because I don't. I don't know if it's been said. I, I, you know, the things that people follow most blindly tend to be religions, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you have like to. Think, yeah. Well, I think no. They the follow point, people. Right? They're not following actual religion because they're not critically thinking about the religious text that they <sighs> say they subscribe themselves to. Well, my thing is, Jesus was killed being a political adversary and causing you know political unrest. That's literally why he was killed. On top of he used to riot and protest because he definitely flipped tables in the temple. Sure did. People out and beat people up. So like the Jesus that all these people are talking about is a mythical creature and not real instead of the actual Jesus who was a man of color who was probably quite leftist in his thinking and ideologies but we're not going to go there tonight. That's because people okay, like the so idea like, of Jesus and don't care to do they um, like the, the study. That's who they like. 
Hey, you know what? I, you know, I, I got questions and commentary on this, but you know what? Let's get out of here. Uh, my bad, because we we look like derailed into a whole other thing. We might have a bonus episode on it though. So, uh, yeah, who knows? But that being said, um, to to your point though, um, about everything else, they are following that. I was just going to say that to a degree. That's what I'm talking about racism as a religion, not just as ideological political thinking. But um, y'all can follow. Fair enough. Y'all can follow me at at Mad Dapper M A D D A P R. Pass over to Greg. Oh no, we up out of here. I don't give my socials. I don't do that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that nigga. So to give my socials. That nigga's name. That nigga is Switzerland. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Whenever you're listening to it. Uh, please check us out all the other episodes tell a friend pass it on to another friend let me tell you Y'all something be- don't be having no shit don't be talking about no shit don't be coming up here with no shit it's 2020 <laughs> man. waiting for the shit <laughs> be-, be easy and we out we love y'all <laughs>